Yeah, that's very true. Stephen, your, your voice over. Oh please. no, beginning oh. of Act One. Those weren't your first words. This is invalid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> over it. So, let's let's test and see how good these notebooks are. I'm gonna have you guys do the recap from last time. What all happened? Not in tremendous detail. We'll be here at the same one time we were already there. <laughs> But give me a recap of what happened. We had to do some last-minute shopping. Mm-hmm. Went to a potion shop, got some gem dust from Ruby. Yeah. The Gilded, Gilded Dwarf. Dwarf. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chartreuse Plops. Plops? Plops. Plops. She uh, helped me out with some potions. We didn't have a coin to get everything we wanted because, you know, we uh, spending spree in the court city is, is a lot. But, but we got a lot of good stuff. And so then we had to rush on over to Madame's, and we talked to her about party plans, mm-hmm. right? Well, I guess we can just say we arrived at the party. Nothing else really happened, right? Yeah. Am I missing anything? No. Uh, uh, not really. You guys could keep a quiet night. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was a decent yeah. quiet night. Yeah. And then we just went we to, the to the party. party. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we had the day, so we, we arrived late, as requested. We flew in. It was very nice. We could hear music and everything. Yeah. Um, and then Norwin had to take some time to do his mumbo-jumbo jutsu on the outside of her <laughs> That's what he was doing in the bushes. for ten minutes. People, people kept coming to talk to us. Yeah, we were doing it. Andy and I did our best to make it not awkward as people passed by. <laughs> He's just pooping. <laughs> not awkward. Kidney stone! <laughs> It'll pass. Um, shape earth. Oh god. <laughs> stone shape, that's it. But, anybody else want to? Yeah. And then we went Where'd in you meet? Uh, Lady Desmiria Irte, mm-hmm. which is the niece. She is our guide, our hostess for the evening. Mm-hmm. And we went in and we were immediately accosted by Lancaster, Lord of Merchants. Mm. Yeah, that's true. He did this whole faux friend Lord thing where he was like Lord somehow Lord. insulted that we didn't talk to him or mention him or give a shit about him, even though why would we know who he is? Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Merchant Lord. <coughs> oh, the, the, the Lord of Merchants. I think he's speaking when it looks like he just took his face out of someone else's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that. Really Brown knows who that he is. Saved by S. Rev. Rev. And the Lavandars do what again? Does anybody know that? Are the uh, air and sea transport. Yeah. Um, so they have storm. the airships and yeah. stuff in the city. Whereas Orion is the is the Because he did land. mention mm-hmm. that to us, didn't he? Like, haven't you enjoyed my airships? And he also cut off What's his face when he brought up some topics, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the reason he came in. Is his? They're like, can you get assassin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, still is there, playing fine. And then we um, met Lady Frederica Frodo. 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 Who's the Dedenic consort and was first consort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means he has other consorts. Very good. Or he's first aspirational. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rachel, my first wife. <laughs> I don't know if you ever called her first. 
first consort, did you? I thought I did. Yeah. Because I start calling our first consort as a joke that I was going to be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, th- I think she. I think it was in her introduction. I, I, it was meant to be. If it wasn't, it was intended to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can you can read into that whatever whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. What it was, first consort. I have it written down. And she's with fastidious Carrasco, fastidium. They were doing tarot card readings. Yeah. Well, not until we got there. Yeah. He was just reading the future. He was just bullshitting. Yeah. Until we got there, and then he did cards. Humming and touching his noodle. <coughs> I don't know if that to help the future, but. Mm-hmm. What did you see? And then we went over and we verbally assaulted <laughs> Lady Nuala Nafiel. Yeah. Pretty what? Bad. How? How did we verbally assault her? Well, after being physically assaulted by their assassin's blades, I think we had the right to share a few words. They are uh, merely artisans of mm-hmm. the arts. Mm-hmm. And then entertainers. She was. She was not. She was not friendly. No. No. But I'm. Or sympathetic that they tried to kill me. <clears throat> Did no. kill me. So after Thanks we again, insulted her family and expected an apology. Mm-hmm. We went into a room and there was Learman Decibus. Oh. Which is. No, there wasn't. It was the dining room and it was the dentist. Baron. His last name is not the house he's part of. He's the half orc. Valderon. Yes. Yep. We chatted with them. They were talking about an expedition to Runeheim. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, maybe. We'll be back to you. Two weeks now. Mm-hmm. We chatted with them. <clears throat> Insulted him thoroughly. Yep. Well. Called his consort a whore. Yep. The truth hurts. He was getting he was getting rude about the orcs. So I don't think I need to be playing to him about his horse. Plural, again. Let's just say that, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better than that. He's very established. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the kind of cloak that I would And I like him a lot. I have no problem with the consorts. It's just kind of he was insulting your people. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. He was up on his high horse being a dick. Mm-hmm. So then, after we almost got kicked out for the second time, yep. almost. What? We went upstairs. <laughs> Bard. <laughs> and we went into the room and we relayed and then we came out and we went into the gambling hall. Well, after mm-hmm. that, accosted by a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. There are a bunch and we didn't, you know, nameless folk. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Assassin's how do you do? This one, though. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's where Learman, DeCivis, and Corman, Kundarak, the retired de Kundarak. Kundarak's the banker. DeCivis is the uh, writing, yep. Yep. the messaging stuff. What's the proper word for that? Sending communications. Communications. Scribing? There we go. Scribe. Yeah, it is the house of, of scribe. The mark of scribe ah, is the there. Their mark is that's a mm-hmm. superior. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Norman. And we mm-hmm. chatted with them, and you promised to play a game with them. Mm-hmm. But I'll later. take their money. And so then we moved on, and that's when we saw Elspeth and Eklund, and that's where we're at. Fantastic. Yes. You all uh, are. 
linked again and have been <coughs> discussing thoughts and opinions on various folk that you've seen. I believe that you were making your way specifically toward a target destination, mm -hmm. but once you entered enter this room, you went, oh, okay, hold, hold on me. Yeah, okay, that's right, because mm -hmm. you saw a trello on Upstairs, top. Upstairs, uh, so we were uh, just uh, heading up room. there. Yep. Before you're like, oh, hold on man. there's things in here to see. All right, does anybody want me to keep any of these up right now, or shall I take them all away? You can take them away. Okay. Take it away, Ernie. Take it away, Just say it. Like any good fortune teller, those could be applied to anybody and they make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so as you three, four, four, four here, finish up your uh, discussions with Baron Karmar Kundrak and Marquis Lirman de Sivis, you do indeed. Um, you see Elspeth next to some noble-looking fellow, Eklund behind. Eklund has, you saw him turn a moment and then just turn turn back, same way he would to any sound of the sort. Mm -hmm. And as you are making, you're beginning to make your way <coughs> in that boat direction, there is a uh, loud voice, uh, magically enhanced voice that makes it louder without the, you know, if you just, tr if you try to sound very sweet while speaking like this, you sound like an angry Italian, but mm -hmm. if you use palmaturgy, you sound as regal as always, simply enhances your voice as Silveria's voice comes forth as you see her sitting oh. over there mm -hmm. at a table with a gaggle of other um, nobles and the such. And she goes, ah, there they are, my fine guests of honor this night. The incomparable Anaxoria, the indomitable Earth, and the, dare I say, artistic genius that is Norwin. Anaxoria will, of course, be performing for us in a few hours' time, but Norwin has graced my estate with his wonderful magics. Look outside and see that we are in the Feywild. Like all the eyes in this room right now, turn, I guess one, toward <laughs> you guys, seeing you all, as we were just being like, okay, hey, well, nice to see you two old, old fucks gambling away unbelievable amounts of, of, of gold for no big deal, and oh, people, there's a smattering of polite applause, and legitimately impressed faces, after all, if you just look out the window here, you can see the illusory yet very tangible, mm -hmm. real illusion. Explain, explain, explain that one to me. Yeah. <laughs> like trees and plants and vines and flowers that even bob and sway in an, an unseen wind dripping down this honey-like substance that splashes on, on the ground and coalesces. So the waterfall. Can you taste it? Waterworks that, that, that you have going mm -hmm. through and around the, the gardens. 
You pause. Very, very well observed, perhaps. There he stands and comes toward you all as the, as the, the music you still hear from downstairs swells up through the entire place. And she glides toward you with a grin and says, My dear Norman, my guests are positively buzzing about what you've done outside. They say it is like being transported to another land far, far away. I only know the fairy tales. Perhaps you could provide a guided tour and point out interesting flowers and such to those walking the gardens. Oh, sure, of course. It would be my pleasure. Excellent. Come, I, I will escort you. Right. And she loops her, her, her arm. Her arm. Sure it's a good idea to split up. Through yours. No, probably not. But you know what? <laughs> I don't want to say no to the lady at the house. Well, scream if you're dying. <laughs> Mentally. Physically, it's fine too. <laughs> the next forty minutes. You just... <laughs> Go lay down. And she, she loops mm-hmm. her arm. Through yours and begins walking like of course of course you think of this to her oh it's weird dying Trey go lay down go that's what you would have gotten if you would have said no so smart smart so you are swiftly but with a gaggle of these others following you like ducklings after. All these mm-hmm. nobles, aristocrats, and the such as you are. I really need to find a better way to. You look so normal for being from the Feywild. So the nobles. Much chatter is indeed had. Oh, I'm slamming. Right. <laughs> so as you are led out this way, Toward the stairs. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. She'd take you through the grand. Ah, no, no. She wants this. To, there's a whole row of ducklings. It'd be a pain to go through the the, the case, you know, downstairs. So she leads you mm-hmm. down the steps, and it's the last we see of Merlin. Yeah. Bye, me. I don't. I'm gonna pop these down here before I forget. Mm-hmm. Down to the first floor. Which then she leaves just like that. The room becomes noticeably more quiet as she's essentially plucked not just the, the people that were at the table with her, but other people around as well. Uh, what are what are your um, insight scores? In what do you mean insight? Your pass of just what is your plus to like your, six your insight? Four, okay. I believe. Eleven. Eleven. That's your plus, or that's that's not no, plus. Five insight. Oh, you're uh, proficient? Oh, you have expertise in, in insight? Yeah. I had no idea. Damn! I have it in... Almost everything. Yeah, yeah. She's got like okay. four things, don't you? I know those ones. I didn't yeah. know this one. I know yeah. you have a ton of... Yeah. Eleven is no, hella good. Yeah, I'm just saying, like... Okay. And yours is what? Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually enough. Um, your passive insight here across the board, you, you can... You get the sense in varying degrees of astuteness. You, you like barely grasp it as you're going, <laughs> <laughs> you're like women. And you understand the nuances here is Princess Elspeth draws quite the crowd. Not because of her beauty, perhaps, she's still only only 16, calm down buddy, but you're only 19, so it's fine. 
Um, it's, it's, it's more Interest. the fact that the attention, wherever she walks, is around, is around her. So calling attention to her guests of honor and the wonders outside and pulling people away is her method methodology for reshifting focus back onto her party, her guests. Because mm. you guys know that the, the princess does not always come to these things. In fact, it's not that, that common to. Sure, sure, sure. The misery is, is left with you, and you three, uh, you two then, are left to continue or to do whatever it is that you want to, to do. I pull in her upward. Um, well, say hi to Elspeth while we're here, right? Sure, we should. And I'll start making my way towards Elspeth. Okay. As you guys step forward some, um, Elspeth and, and this other um, nobleman fellow are, are engaged in conversation with somebody that can only describe what looks like a wizard. Like we're talking the robes, the big beard, the pointed, mm -hmm. the, the pointed hat, the works. Who's the wizard? He summons a small portal of swirling kaleidoscopic oh, light. And from it, a dozen butterflies emerge and land all over Elspeth. They're wings be beating her face. She's laughing as she, 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 she tries to brush them off. They seem to actually be somewhat tangible. As she, her hand will go through them, they'll fuzz, but then they'll reform a little bit um, else, elsewhere. She, she laughs, and the nobleman asks, uh, Interesting, Riondo, do you have any such fancies to, to sell on the back there? And you see that this um, fellow that you just heard is uh, named Rialgo mm -hmm. does indeed seem to have a backpack with um, scrolls sticking up, up and up. And he goes, but of course, but of course. And he grabs one, pulls it out expertly, expertly and says, for you, Lord, Lord Dennis, I would be more than happy to. Only 10 platinum though. <laughs> I'm, I know this is not too much to assume. And the nobleman who you now know is Lord Deneth. Pulls out 10 platinum, drops it into Rialgo's awaiting hands. He whisks them away, a snap of his fingers, the coins are gone, and he hands over the scroll. Tyrion? Trenton. P-R-E-N-T-O-N. Oh, I see it now. She's a goatee. We found them. John can't read over. Dennis. Mm -hmm. What a little shit. Demisria, as she's walking just behind you two, does take a moment to to uh, say, this is Lord Trenton Dennis, the son and heir of House Dennis. And in your minds, you can look at the two of them side by side, and you're like, yep, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. I literally found these pictures months and months and months apart, and then I was like, that guy's gonna be his son. <laughs> Makes sense. Like father, like mm -hmm. son. So, Demisio whispers for that in your ears behind as you're just stepping up. Uh, Lord Trenton, Deneth, turns to Elspeth and says, so you can be filled with, with joy again whenever you choose your highness. She says, 
thank you, Lord Trenton Bennett. And he bows deeply. She plucks it daintily and then hands it back to Eckhart, to Eckhart who grabs it and goes away. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Now, now you two are getting that all happened in the few seconds while, while you were making your way. Not wanting to interrupt a, an ongoing conversation, perhaps. I would go forward and curtsy and go, Princess Elspeth, how are you today? She turns to you. Trace, lay down. Just lay down. Come on. There. Now you're happy, right? Just resist there. What'd you say again? This is Elspeth, it's something nice to meet you. Uh, mm. so nice to see you, how are you today? Nice to see you. Thank you. She turns and says, And I'm sorry, uh, acting diplomat of the, the court. My mother is very, very pleased with your work. Well, I hope I live up to the title. And how are you this fine day? Are you enjoying your first tame gala? It is definitely fantastic. It's... The music is wonderful. Don't hear that much on the road, so. Well, from what I understand, you'll be putting on a performance to trump all of this later on tonight. One can hope. And you can tell that she's definitely talking a bit more differently, and she's definitely trying to put on the princess like on airs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Here, she turns to you, to you, she looks over to you and says, Lord Marshal, acting. Acting Marshal, I should say. Are you well? Princess, I'm curtsy, very much like Amy did. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? Get a drink? I'm good, but thank you. <laughs> no, uh, I. Lad, I'm going to gesture to Eklund behind her <laughs> with my empty mug. <laughs> I, I'm sure Lady Demisria can find someone to fulfill that. He's slow, is he? Mask-wearing servant comes comes over, whisks that away, smells it, and knows immediately what to replace it with. Servants are Don's drool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask questions. I like what I like. <laughs> whisks it away and makes his way this direction down this much wider staircase that you get to descend. How are you enjoying this evening's festivities? Oh. Well enough, well enough. It's always uh, a true pl- pleasure to indulge in the Tengala with the infrequentness that I am able to. Certainly. It <coughs> looks like there are some fun tricks afoot. What were those butterflies I just saw? Oh, and they're, they have at this point in time faded. And she goes, may I please introduce Ryogo Unguid? He is a, a master skull maker. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? And, and he goes, and he bows to you deeply, his beard scraping the ground there. And he says, I am Ricardo Hungui, master skull maker. Trinkets, toys, fun thing, things aplenty, and some things that are a bit more. If you have any requests, I can put it in the docket, though I, I am out about three years at this point in time. <laughs> but something small I m- might have on me, if you'd like what you see, darling. 
I did, but in my line of work, we're looking for things potentially a little bit more utility-based, but certainly I might have to pick your brain later. That would be fantastic. Does that mean useful? Yes. Good. <laughs> that was Annie's tone, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm going to say, we're looking for things for Norman to put in his book. Ah, here we go. But you can find me here. Most days, that, that I'm, I'm not being hired for entertainment or doing it out of the graces of the Etienne family, family. You can find me in the Clifftop district, peddling my wares and uh, showing off what I can when I'm not hard at work making scrolls for, as I said, my voluminous wait list. But it is so wonderful to meet, meet you. The guests of, of honor. I've heard of, about your conquest at the Colosseum. I've heard about your conquest on the stage. Truly, I it seems a wonderful thing to be. It will be nice to play somewhere other than the Drunk Dragon for certain. Uh-oh. He makes that face. Oh. Um, this guy says, well, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I don't believe I have yet to be introduced. I wouldn't you do it myself. I am Lord Trenton Fenneth, the son and heir of the Fenneth family. My pleasure. You are quite ravishing this night, as I'm sure you are every other night. You should see me after the steps. The steps? Working your boots? What do you mean? Steps. <laughs> she, she should see me after an hour on my Peloton. <laughs> oh, it's just a joke. But ah. thank you. I appreciate it. Not of course. Not of course. Well. And you? Someone's already giving me another drink. I'm good. Does he think that everybody here is helping? <laughs> <laughs> Elspeth and she goes, I'm sure he is simply ignorant and mistaken. Act of the noble. He's never Earth. heard of a joke. Acting Marshall Earth. Yes. You, you understand. An heir to House Deneth. Mm-hmm. He's a very, very formidable individual who deserves our utmost respect. Because of who his daddy is? of who he is. Now, what do what we say that we uh, uh, get that drink, after all, as yours is being brought up on a platter, you're handing some off to people, gives you, gives you, you yours. It helps with off to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Only 16, but oh god! He then will take his leave at this oh. point. Time I will say, say before he leaves to go, I apologize. I have a feeling you and your father have much the same feelings about my companion. Things to talk about over dinner with him, I'm sure. Well, if, if you are ever free for dinner, I would not refuse the invite. I can see you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would appreciate that. It would be my honor. Where can I find you if the fancy strikes? The Drunken Dragon, mainly. I'm going to roll an insight check, though, on him asking where to find us. That'll be fun. 
one. Annie is wary. No one's ever taken her to dinner before. <laughs> this guy's trying to kill me. Want <laughs> to move on? Yep. You look them up and down, mostly just staring at those those facial movements and deep into his eyes. But he would you. have no idea. Exactly. <laughs> I just love that ocean. You. <laughs> Don't get the impression he was asking for nefarious reasons, but you get the impression that information is worth a lot. But mostly he's an incorrigible flirt, is the sense that you're getting. He's probably asked many ladies here. It'd be the equivalent of asking for your digits, but doesn't really make sense in this day and age. Yep. So. <laughs> That's that's the impression you get. You don't see it nefariousness on on him by that question alone per se. Makes sense. What's your order quill pen code? What's <laughs> <laughs> a pen code? I am going to think to her. Doesn't seem like he's asking for a bad reason, and I'm not going to turn down free food. Oh, I know what he's asking. That I'm going to be getting throughout this. Gotta ask me why he's asking. <laughs> <laughs> it's the steps. It's the steps. That's the Peloton. Get up. Get up. The Peloton pass. I mean, you cozying up to an air ain't a bad idea. You're right. I could finally stop. <laughs> oh, wait. You mean for our plan? Yes, that too. Yeah. For multiple reasons. I will shove out my hand for him to kiss before he leaves as well. He will graciously take it, bow it deeply, and kiss it the perfect way that a gentleman in his position should to a lady such as yourself, standing out to circumstance and all those sorts of things. I don't like someone does it the right way. I'm yeah. very confused about the chest. No, I'm like, my armpit is just. No, that's, that's canon. As he's kissing your hand. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then he, he will. Almost saying, Moss is gonna. Nope. Yeah, uh, kiss his hand. He will turn. Come up here. He will also make his way up here. And as he departs, your eyes sort of scan over, and you do see um, a face that you, you probably recognize right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's huge! Um, the, yeah, the Fjarlan, um, Marquis Elvenor, the Fjarlan. He's right now sitting, along with the, these seats are, are all full right now, at what, I will just use the words, slot machines. That is what these these are mechanical uh, slot machines. So he just he is watching you absently pushes in a gold coin, leans down, and goes. I'm pretty sure I was. So he's just having a glass of wine, casually leaning against, watching. Whereas this gnomish fellow right next to him, small, sitting on on a chair, his legs dangling down. You just hear. What is the broken? This is the broken How are you doing, Marquis? 
he does not speak loud enough for you to hear. <laughs> As um, Nizria steps forward, just around here, to be near enough. As you guys, do you wish to speak anything more to Elspeth? She's got her princess duty to see to, and we have ours. We know where to find her at least. Might as well move on. Princess, please enjoy the rest of your evening. We have many guests we still have yet to say hi to. Duties and whatnot. Everybody wants to talk to me, and then all of a sudden nobody wants to talk to me. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna bubble that as I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> as you, as you disengage from Annie for a moment, Nizria um, says she points out to locked rooms, or the, the doors are closed. These double doors here and here are closed. She gestures to them and says, by the way, while we are here, let me be pleased to point out these two private special rooms in this domicile here. You might be familiar with the larger ones similar to these at the Platinum Chateau. These are sealed with anti-magic runes. We retain have spared no expense over the last few centuries in ensuring that games of skill, rather than predominantly chance, as she gestures over to the game of craps um, that, these, that these two are playing over here, <clears throat> that games of skill, rather than predominantly chance, are fair contests to those who can afford the higher minimum tables. These rooms were designed by the master maker Jorlana de Kenneth herself, though it was Lord Kurmar Kundarak that finished the anti-magic enchantments 227 years ago. No spell or magic of any sort will work within those doors, so it is your raw skill, talent, and luck that grace the table only. May Aladra always guide your hands. Aladra being just a sovereign of East End fortune. Mm-hmm. So that's also what the these that doors are here. We should forget our history, their history, so we can forget their history. What is it? Forget it. Yeah, she was mentioned in that journal too. Yep. She did something. Is Rialgo still with us? He is standing over here giving you guys room to, to, to chat, to just as absolutely rotating his hand, making those little poor little portals, like little precipitations sort of. Things. He's there. Is he pretty close to Elspeth? Uh, he's about seven feet away from her now. So loud, close enough where if I said something out loud to her, just quietly, he could hear. Uh, it's actually pretty a good saving, excuse me, a saving grace in, in this place is even with the number of people, the, the um, relatively mass um, ex- exodus when Celeria and um, Norman left, mm-hmm. there's still enough sounds between cards and dice. I mean, just think of being I can make a scene too. in a casino. So if you speak quietly to her, um, he may or may not hear. A little one. Mm-hmm. There are other people around. And that's the thing about using the map. There's other people around yeah. at all given times. Yeah. But you could speak quietly enough and the din would, might I would say to her, I will be right back. Can you get me some more wine? Sure, where are you going? I'll be back. And I'm going to act like I'm going up to Elspeth and Eklund to say something, just like a good day, but instead I am going to look at them and 
say what I need to say to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. Trying to make it look very natural. Okay. Uh, is there, are there somatic points to that as well? I very brazenly am going to spill half of my drink as I say, well, by darn sweaty balls, you yep. say there's no kind of magic that'll work in that room, and I'll make a big old scene about yeah, it. Same. So and say, shit, I need another drink and get a wine too. And blah, blah, blah. And cause a big people, old turn while they look at me. Goodness me. Someone's over like that. I got 15 like minutes. Like slurps up a straw. I'll blink at him. Please, I take you a little your mug to refill it. Please do. Very good. We'll take take that and and a glass of wine, which shall be procured. And goes as he fixes that up. It does. So I will say as I'm walking, I will kind of get to like right there, and then as if I realized I passed him and was rude without acknowledging him, turn around and do it. So I am facing this direction. Sounds good. Uh, most eyes are indeed on Earth at that point in time. I will have um, you make a stealth check. 12, so that is 17. Okay, beats the DC for being too obvious. Um, As you cast your spell, it takes hold. And your consciousness immediately expands, so I believe 30 feet round around you. So a large radius here. And immediately the surface level thoughts of pretty much everybody in the A radio. dozen, two, do, do, two dozen, three dozen people all begin to flip through. And you know that you can filter by like looking at somebody and trying to focus on them, just to get even their surface. So right now it's like a, a jumble of, of things to you, but you can begin to hear um, specific thoughts and this de desires and such. Um, Eklund looks at, looks at you and says, uh, any luck on the tables today, Diplomat and Exoria? Unfortunately, I haven't played yet, but hopefully soon, if you both will excuse me. And I will curtsy. Very good. Walk that way. And start approaching Elvenor. But also trying to pick up if he's onto anything. Not delving into his thoughts, but sure. trying to focus. Are you just try, are you trying to get at the very edge of the, th the, the 30 feet or closer? Nope, I have all intense. Like walking to talk to him. him. Yeah. Sounds good. So I'll, I'll put you here right now. Eklund will come, come forward to you, Earth, and will say, um, well, as he steps by Elspeth, she nods and says, we all go, can you, sh can you show me a different trick? I, I like the butterflies, but there must be something else, something more, more flashy, and, and she produces a little roll of platinum. Oops. I, I dropped a few as like all like ten of them spilled in my hands. 
oh shoot, which is not a lot of money for this place at all, but then you look at everybody like begins to help the princess. Oh, my oh, daughter, my, my daughter, my, mm-hmm. my daughter. You don't bend over, we got it. Pick them up. Mm-hmm. Eklund looks up to you, Irv, and he says under his breath, um, very quickly as he can, he says, I recommend that you, I, I recommend that you the others assuming that you are linked to stay away from any of my house that are here. They, like me, can read the surface level thoughts of those nearby. The Duke does not come often to these galas, but he's here today. And my younger cousin, Elchris Dadani, is here as well. Slight swallowing, a little bit around to make sure that um, the, the distraction is sufficient at this point. He says, as a general rule, mind reading and magical influences and manipulations are extremely uncouth in high society, especially within the gambling halls of, of the Irtains, for obvious reasons, hence those rooms that Denise was just pointing out to you. Uncouth and verging on illegal. If Caught, you are an, an enemy and a pariah of the, of the 60. But these rules will not prevent a man like Trellum, who does not gamble and is not going to be kicked out anywhere, nor, um, El- nor Elcoris, who is known to defy on the skirt of societal conventions. Be careful. I will whisper back, we'll be a friend. And then I will relay. I would have been like the, repeating the it in my head as he said all those things. Which is easy sense. enough. Like as he's talking yeah. to you, you like repeat thoughts in your head mm-hmm. and it kind of goes to you guys. You kind of got that same blast right there. Mm-hmm. Eklund's talking, boom. You know, and then like relay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then he steps back and says, 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 Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Princess, I just had a, had a word with the marshal about, about, about those orcs. You understand? Well, of course, of course. It's his final thought. She's blushing, and says, so, what, what do you what do you have? Rialgo says, I have just the thing. He pulls out a scroll, lifts it up, pushes it from the bottom, and a big red balloon comes up on a string, and then, so it's like the movie Up, where a whole bunch of balloons are just filling the place, and people are like, whoa, whoa, they're not going to pop, are they? They, they might, depends on how high they get. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh god, that can be really Loud. And she goes, oh, I do love a loud balloon pop. And he goes, well, anything for the princess. <laughs> oh, no. Fire in the hole! And he snips with his fingers the strings, and they all just break apart as they hit the ceiling. Um, while that's happening, Eklund, you see Eklund um, point, a f- point a finger at, at you. And in your head specifically, you hear... You hear, I recommend as a further precaution, focus your mind on something besides your true goal. Keep your service level thoughts around having a good time at the gala. Be nervous about, about your performance. Fret about your orc friends or the recent engagements with the Inquisition. Someone skimming your mind will expect a scandal, so don't be afraid to give them something, just not the other thing. Above all, avoid my kin. Do not draw on toward attention. 
if you, you, if you are in these sticky predicaments and sense something awry, extricate yourself immediately. It is better to tarnish your, your reputation because you left a marquee mid-sentence to visit the chamber pot than it is to undo all the hard work you've done this far and have yet to do. And that is all in your head. You've you heard that from a distance. As, by this time, you have already gotten close enough to hear the thoughts, and then it was kind of intrusive, him blasting that in there as you are like, okay, yeah, okay, 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 dude, come on. Um, thank you. 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> Pretty much it. So overall, a warning that people will try and do this to, to you, and it's illegal to do, or it's very, very uncouth to do so to other people. But you also know that, that the service level aspect of the spell does not by itself, um, people aren't, aren't aware of that. It's only if you try to probe deeper into it. You can imagine why a gambling hall or high society would look, frown very, very much on such sorts of things. But now that Ekman's voice has ceased filling your ears and the popping of the balloons is enough that now every single eye in this place that were, had turned to you and Slyria as they went back to the their cards, now they all have turned this way, including a door here, which which opens up, and a figure pokes his head up. What in the host? And he sees the last balloon. Um, you wouldn't have seen that, but you might have. Um, might recognize this face here. Very human. Yes, sort of he plain was the head face. of the races. He was in charge of that stuff. Very good. Mm -hmm. He is the the patriarch of the Dallas family. So you him because he was the one that did the grand speech and whatnot um, at the beginning of the race, and he just goes, "Rialgo," and he closes the doors again and heads inside. Now, at long last, sorry, just want to get all the other stuff out of the way. Though. Small five thing because you know so many things are happening so fast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I so want right. I want to be able to focus on on. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a very break. busy thing. Don't worry. You yeah, have to kind of take a break, explain, focus. Take a break, explain. Precisely. Mm -hmm. Just want to make sure. Up to my minutes. Uh, my focus on your mind. The initial service thoughts of the creature. And as you know, saving throw unless you probe deeper to gain yeah, insight to the story. Yep. Yep. So, from. Uh, uh, no, no. You can do a scanning where you hear them all, or you can focus on one to do the service thoughts. Okay, gotcha. So I was—I wasn't quite wrong before, but you did—you did hear all that. But then you can focus on one to hear yeah. their service thoughts. Then you can probe deeper if you want to. And I would be focusing on. So right now you're focusing on him. Yep. Eldenor. Nothing. Literally nothing. He looks at you, sees you walking up. There's, it's like a wall. There's nothing there to access. Just to make sure your spell did not take us, so and you kind of will widen it for a sec, or you can shift full focus. And this guy here, you can hear his internal mo 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 his internal thoughts, no problem. Which is, I'm losing a bunch of fucking money on this, on this thing. God damn it. Mom's me, man, me. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not so hot. I'll get it next time. I'll get it next time. All that sort of stuff. So it's working, and you shift back to him and. Nothing. I would still approach him. Mm -hmm. um, Annie curtsies deeply and will say, Lord Eldenor, are you winning this evening? He's sitting on his, his stool. 
I'm always winning. It's good to see you again. A new job, I understand, yes? Only for one night. Oh, you mean for the crown, yes. Of course, my daughter uh, told me. Well done. I'm sure it is well deserved. Thank you. Are you enjoying the gala? But of course, what one is there not to enjoy? Except the lacking of wine, all of a sudden, as it just does this, and there's somebody there, that. The same, my, what, the same, my lord? Surprise me. With, with something alike, please. Of course, Marquis. And he vanishes away. Are you enjoying your time here? I am. I have gotten one dance. Hopefully I'll get in a few more before I play, but mainly been chaperoning and I'm going to like turn and lean on something as if we're talking very casually and I'm going to jump my chin out at her and say mainly making sure he doesn't make it so anyone else wants to kill us. And as they look over at me I'm going to have my my drink and her glass of wine and look around and be like I don't know where she went. No, drink the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out. I, I assume you want more time. You know, by anyone else, I mean from the plethora of people who have already, you know, in his line of work, it's hard to keep friends. The gnomish fellow next to him, who I just realized I can, oh God, so many things. Why so many things? We all go, you're done for the day. Okay. We all know what you look like. You're the classic wizard-faced motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I think wizard. Exactly. Just think whiz. Big, think big wizard. whiz. Think there we go. Marquia Edvinor. Yeah, I know it's not that one. I know it's not this one. This one. Or like the, um, the, uh, other Yeah. They ride the deer, the, the big yeah. deer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they have the really cool crumbs. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. Things like that. Right, do that? It's something in that vein, like that's yeah. yeah. As you say this, the Gnomish fellow kind of turns big, plump gut, looks quite young for a um, gnome, which you know can, can get quite old, at least compared to. Um, we looked quite old and very goofy looking fellow here. Here is, and he goes, Oh my goodness, did you say uh, die? Oh, we're adventurous in our line of work. It just, it's a risk. Adventurous, <laughs> truly a very odd. Here. And he strings a bunch of what you take is um, Gnomish Oak, which just sounds like I have only met a very small handful of adventurers. They are so beautiful as you. Closer to this, yes. My name is Lord Captain Sivis. I am heir to the, to the Sivis family. That is my papa over there, pointing at. Over here. I will shift my focus to him, too, by the way. Okay. Wonderful to meet you. 
It's very good to meet you as well. I am Anaxoria Glura. I am one of the guests of honor here to play tonight later. With a very, very beautiful name. Very beautiful name. Thank you. Yes. I thought it myself. Yes. 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 Service level thoughts on this guy. They're going a mile a, a minute. His thoughts right now are consumed with, I'm losing money, but I have a lot of, mo- of money. He keeps saying, you know, mother would be dis- displeased, but you know, not compared to what we are. F- father is losing, so I should be, be, be fine. But I think father's actually winning, you know, just a crazy stream of thoughts. Um, now they're mixed strongly with, you're really pretty. You're mm-hmm. really pretty. Well, you guys, I can get gnomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Gnomes <laughs> like gnomes. <laughs> gnomes we know, baby. <laughs> it's the first one that you checked, that you did the thing on that you can actually read his mind. This is funny. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, uh, yeah, so just constant stream of consciousness with this one. Well, thank you so much, sir, and I know this might be uncouth, but I can't seem to get any service around here, and I have yet to have any wine. Oh my gosh, I can, can get you wine. May I, I appreciate give you wine? That. Absolutely. What what do you want? There is lotus, lotus, lotus leaf wine, red dragon wine, this one, yellow wine. Do, 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 I would do, 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 like to try one. whatever is your favorite. It's the finest wine of Dwarven Lake. But we add a little bit of something in the family to it. I give you, um, I'll see if um, Harkis can whip it up. I'm sure he has cinnamon here. And he hops down and he goes away on his little uh, surface thoughts. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> surface thoughts going away are, are it's, 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 it's red wine with cinnamon. <laughs> a fine dwarven red wine with cinnamon in it. And, and he, so it's beer. <laughs> I don't know dwarves to make wine. Sounds like gnomes to me. I'll turn back to the marquee. And he's kind of has one eyebrow cocked because he just absolutely puts in a gold coin and lowers his lever and says, You've handled that quite well. Interesting fellow. Yes, and that's why I like sitting next to him. Well, sorry to have driven away your partner. <laughs> I did see your other daughter here tonight. You travel with. Anyone else this evening? Oh, come on. The other Marquis has his consort. Is it not good of me to ask if you brought yours? Yes, a little bit. But, no, just here with my daughters. Trying to see which of them will take over the family name when the time comes. And I see that's a very, very distinct do hear it's much further out for elves than it is for folk like myself. Yes. I agree. But these doer thoughts, I'm no fool. I'm sorry. It is... We're not going to be friends, you'll understand. I would not expect us to be. We don't have to be enemies either. I would hope we wouldn't be. Very good. So no, just myself and my daughters here tonight. No ladies? No other two ladies? Oh, I was certainly not asking if they're here. Well, we wouldn't, you wouldn't meet them anyways. No I, problem. I leave 
than it was last time. <laughs> Roll 3d4. <laughs> this gives that sort of infuriating elvish smile, and as your spell is depleted at this point in time, you, you once again just get that there's nothing. There's something blocking you, obviously. I do think Urf insulted one of your daughters tonight. Really? Yes. That might end quote for him. It has nothing to do with me. I cannot control that man, so please give her my apology from me. I see her. I will do so. I appreciate it. Come by a performance sometime. I would like that. I've been to a couple. I would like that. Yes? Which? The one about the host and the one about the werewolves. Did, did you go to the Star Gazer? Yes. That, that back there is a bit small and likes to, to cater to those smaller, less popular shows. Well, I thought they were wonderful. Oh, I'm sure they're very good. It's good to see you again. Fantastic to see you as well. Who knows, maybe if I'm in town during the next gala, you and your daughters wouldn't have to travel alone. Not as friends, but just not as enemies. And I will curtsy and walk away. You curtsy and you turn and you see... Ah! <laughs> 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 I'm in you! Hey, hey, got my pick down there? And you see, indeed, a big goblet, double full, uh, red wine sloshing on, dribbling did it down on his hands a bit, and like a sprinkling of cinnamon on top as gently undulating and swirling. You can smell it right away. Thank you, my lord. That's so kind. And I will take it and say, hopefully, I will see you on the dance floor. And curtsy and walk away. You had the perfect drink to throw in Fairland's face, <laughs> and you're walking away. You're a stronger lady than I am, then, exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. Now please save me from these nobles. <laughs> and I will go back there and loop my arm through Earth's. This well, nobles going to be, like, glued to the dance floor. <laughs> while you are making your way back, we're going to shift focus over to you. Oh, oh dear. BT Dubs, I would be telling them in my mind, like, it's a wall I can't get through, there's nothing yeah, there. Yeah, make sure that you, in fact... Something that I think we should do <coughs> mm-hmm. is if you're going to say something that is in your head, just do this. Okay. And that's just across the board. That Because otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're saying it loud or like what's happening. Exactly. So if you want to yeah, say, 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 say that, go ahead and say it right now. I mm-hmm. couldn't get anything with the detective thoughts. His mind was blocked for some reason. There are certain rings that can do that, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, that shines. I didn't get much, but I did get that the twins aren't here tonight. Like he hasn't decided which daughter is his heir yet. Because he would never lie to you, right? Right. I know, take centuries to decide what they were having for breakfast. That's why it's so skinny. <laughs> You're gonna hear a laughter in your head. <laughs> I like that, I like that. <clears throat> Alright, so. Norman. Mm-hmm. 
questions, we shift focus. Does anybody want any of these out to look at? Names, anything? Just pictures? Or can we all put them down? As we move down here, you can come to Celeria, guiding you and a number of other noble folk. The imp she leads you this way, and you see that there are a number of folk. I mean, there's literally probably 50 or so people out here just looking at the at flora, you know, touching it, and it is tangible and does odd things and like moves and the water feels refreshing, but they splash in the face and it doesn't make, they make them permanently wet. It's just an odd, illusory, semi-real thing and they're just having, they're overjoyed with it. The weather is still reasonably cold here, mm -hmm. um, but people are bundled up, up tight so that they can engage in such festivities and whatnot. As um, you are, um, just to be a little bit timey, timey, you know, I mean here, mm -hmm. as Celeria is leading you around and judging people and introducing you to members of the 60, and your mind is trying to keep track of them, but it's it's an impossible world, and they come up to you and, and ask you things and talk to you, how did you do this, how did you do this? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to just now. <laughs> gentle, gentle. My friends, he is new to such high society. He's not used to being as a center of attention, maybe so bold as to say. But boldness is just coming of you. But he is my guest of honor for a reason, and those reasons extend beyond a fine Coliseum performance and beyond being a companion to my new friend, who will be performing tonight, of course. But look at this. Look at what he has done. Corwin, she quickly scans over some people and says, uh, may, I, may, may I introduce you to a few folk? And she's going around introducing. One of them you recognize, don't need introductions, but you of course allow her to, mm -hmm. Countess Urlara de Jarasco. Mm -hmm. It is one such figure that is standing out here. You met her just the other day. I did. She introduces you to her. Mm -hmm. She simply nods a, a, a head respectfully. And uh, this, this strapping young man here, as one that stands next to her, is Lord Nikolai Orion, the husband of Baroness Conti de Orion. They're the teleporters, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, land to travel. Yeah. So caravans and Okay, so like it's who we shift our weapons for exactly. the house or exactly. we just didn't teleport. Okay. So we banned like back like a larger scape of his yeah. face. <laughs> it was actually much bigger. I was like, I don't need this guy's big fucking face. <laughs> um, and the third figure of interest who you are introduced to is Baron Koristan Farashk, heir of House Farashk. 
person? Cora Stan. C O R R I Stan. Mm-hmm. Are you human? Yes, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are an orc. Get out. <coughs> human, human or orc? Human or orc. Human or, or half orc? No, I mean, to be a true orc. It'd oh. be a dwarf or an orc. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There, there. Mm-hmm. So, she introduces you to these three and a smattering of other mm-hmm. folk, but you mostly go, okay, so we have a dragon mark there, husband to a dragon mark, a matriarch, and. This one, like you said, is is interesting because not the Dragon Mart patriarch of the Thrash family, but has the last name, mm-hmm. whereas Derek Develderin is the current um, mm-hmm. patriarch of the Thrash family. So mm-hmm. you're not quite sure where that leaves them. But yes, of course. Please, please guide us and tell us of your times in Zephyrwell. Well, it's kind of an interesting tale that I'll kind of you know, vaguely go across, you know, our, our travels and the, the, ri- the never ending river essentially as we're going past the river. Uh, kind of, you know, talking about that and, you know, kind of the tricks for getting through that. One fellow says, never any river, all things come to an end. Like some like wise old man, mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, like also describe the uh, the fruit that you tried to eat that, or, there was something about fruit that was good. I tried to eat and choked. You choked on something? It tasted like peanuts. Uh, yes, sir. There's also, there's also something that was charming, like that you wanted to just keep engorging yourself until you just like constantly eating that same thing over and over. There was the feast. Yeah, the animals were. There was a yeah. feast thing, but or maybe it just looked so good that you wanted to eat it. Like it was really. I, th- I think it was that one. Because we I did think. resist eating anything. Yeah. Because we were warned repeatedly yeah, yeah, not, not to eat things. Yeah. So I'd like play that up essentially. Uh, I don't think I'd be able to resist. <laughs> Are these edible? Are these going to kill us? I hope not. <laughs> I certainly won't kill you. <laughs> you pluck off a berry and you kind of squeeze it. It feels real. Which I eat an illusion, I guess. <laughs> you eat it, and there's a burst of flavor. <laughs> and then the moment that you break it, it <laughs> severs. It <laughs> just vanishes in, in your mouth. It's kind of actually an interesting experience. I'm trying to like it. And zero calories. Oh, good. I'm on a diet since this big rotund guy. <laughs> nope. This gentleman here says, ah, tell me, what, what did you use to make such, such a fantastical thing? Is this covers the entire estate, to my understanding? Well, the outsides of it, yes, of course. Indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That must be very powerful magics at your disposal. Um, yes, it's a fairly strong illusory enchantment. This guy, this guy says, illusion, you say, but I can clearly touch and feel and even taste it, this, this thing. Ooh. And that, it's gone. It's yeah, a slightly more tangible, illusory uh, experience that I only recently learned how to manifest. 
Where did you learn such, such, uh, well, I, I would say tricks, but I imagine this can do far more than decorate Celeria's outhouses. <laughs> this is true, because, um, well, within a mile radius, it can turn swamp into plains, or it could uh, shrink out mountains. Well, well, you know, it's a good-sized mountain, but, you know, a, a decent-sized mountain. Literally shrink a mountain. Well, it would still technically be there, but you could pass by it as if it weren't there. You know, just like how these berries can be touched, but they're not physically there. Or this river you can swim in without, and actually drown in, but it doesn't exist. I could drown in that. If you don't know how to swim, and yes. I can swim. I, I can swim. <laughs> I am a house thrash, after all. It is very good to meet you. This sort of skill could be remarkably useful in, in uh, my line of work. If there was an existing stream, could you make it not be there? Could you make a bridge over it? Could you make it pass? What if it was a almost a mile long and raging rapids? Huh? Yes, you could make that as if it wasn't there, basically. He, he, he's, well, a toast, and he pretty much gives you that, that exact, well, a toast to hopefully a business partner sometime in the future. I would love to see how could, could use illusions, real tangible illusions for things. He's kind of getting excited. Uh, this guy, this guy says, Koristan, Koristan, please. The man is here to, to entertain us and many, many others that are around. I would also be very interested in my line of work. I'm not so much the hunting and finding sort, but I am more the transport sort. And I would take that exact same, same exist example that, that my dear friend Rashkir mentioned mm -hmm. and say, ah, but what if we had a caravan mm -hmm. that, that we need to get around in whole new ways of tra traversing? As you say, a swamp that we have to go around right now. Now we could simply go right through it, eh? As yeah. a field that smells of plenty of daisies. Yes, of course. And swamp is within a mile. You're very humble. You're very humble. This is unbelievable power that, that you will. You understand this, yes? Yes, and I'm aware I'm just taking the edge of practicing that to the chef's point. She says, who taught you? Well, lots of, lots of people have taught me I was trained under the balance of the Kaladros, and I uh, also learned from much from experience and the companions that I travel with. And how old are you, if I may be so bold as to ask? Are you wearing a glamour of sorts? Um, no, not currently. They look at each other. The whole place kind of looks at each other, and there's this moment where like, you get the sense with your with your fifteen um, mm -hmm. uh, insight, passive insight, that these people are so used to people wearing glamours, and they're, a lot of them just will wear a simple one that makes them look ten years younger than they actually are, mm -hmm. plus makeup and all all that sort of stuff. That here you're actually nineteen. They either don't believe you, or they do, and they're impressed. And they kind of eyes. They kind of look at each other. And one of them says flat, flat out what, what the rest of them are, are thinking. And he says, oh, this is unbelievable, you understand. You, 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 you 19, can do such things. I, are you what they call a genius? Um, I don't know if I can do that. 
are some things that can be attributed to luck. Many can be attributed to situation. Some can be attributed to skill. Obviously, all three make a man who he is. This is very impressive. And you should be proud of your abilities. Thank you very much for such a lofty compliment. Have you ever con considered joining the war? No, 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 no. Don't, don't join the war with talents like, like this and what I've heard in the Colosseum. In the Colosseum. Is this yes. Thrash or Orion? Sorry. Thrash, sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. His more gregarious voice was. Nope. His is more like. Uh, okay. Nope. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing, doing a good job of that. Yeah. Yes, of course. You uh, Colosseum bouts could go out there and bash skulls with some orcs or barbarians of the sorts, but think of the money that you could make, my friend. What other talents do you have? I'm sorry, my lord. I thought this was going to be a tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, will you? <laughs> We're talking business now, and I'm sorry, this simply cannot wait. slight squint, looks you up and down, then a little bit of a, of a self-affirming head nod, like, I thought so, mm -hmm. sort of, of thing. But my specialty is I admit a servant in the wheelhouse of the Countess here, I'm more, I pride myself more on the healing arts, but I can do other things. She says, it is unusual to meet one such as yourself in the court city. Yes, my travels have led me well, far and wide from where I find myself here. You are right, these similarities between you and I extend to this as well. Many assume that Get a room! <laughs> no, but but really, we're talking unbelievable amounts of money just from guiding. My goodness, Druid, can you commune with nature? Um, yes. <sighs> he does that meme where the guy goes... <laughs> you know? He's just like... You, know, you already have the fakings of a member of House the Rash within you. And gr greater than. And you're a damn human! We could, we could just see! I'll paint it on you myself! Somebody give me ink and quill! I, uh, paint, paint, paint. I'm gonna poke the poor, the poor lad. And there's a raucous mm -hmm. lad. He's clearly one that just draws attention by insane amounts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But there is some truth to what he's saying. For one that could find stuff, you I believe you know locate plants and mm -hmm. person, mm -hmm. commune with nature, scrying, all sorts of, yep. of things. Got a bunch of them. And he's practically salivating at the mouth right now, mm -hmm. thinking about these opportunities. Court City's gonna steal you guys away from me. <laughs> <laughs> they want you too! They want you! Dennis like oh, Campaign. Oh, I, I was one. like, I didn't think like I don't have any magic skills, like, they're not gonna They're me. like, you could be a guard, and you can help us fight, you're strong, we need you to lead people and train them. You can find people, it's amazing. You're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty amazing. They don't know what you can do yet. Yeah, that's very true. Just stopped at the first layer. <laughs> so pretty. Yeah. And if, and if you die, she can bring you back to life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I love it. That's good. So here you finally <clears throat> chips in and says, well, be this as it may, there's plenty more time tonight and in the future, I'm sure, to speak with, with young Norman here. But Norman, yeah. for now, <laughs> we are doing a tour of the grounds. We may talk mm -hmm. while we walk. Agreed? Absolutely. He says, Agreed, Salira, you have me there. Just think, we could bring, we, we could bring Farashk back, back to, uh, <clears throat> Marta, where it should be. Hmm. Uh, Lord Kikolaiorian says, I won't be quite as a garish and flamboyant as my friend here. I heard that, Nico Nikolai. Yes, I, I know. You have, you have big ears as well as, as a big mouth. that. Watch your tone with me. Unhand me, priest! Nikolai <laughs> 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 says, says as, as I was saying, as he's, he has a walking, he has a little cane, is tap, tapping, just very, very finely there with this little thing. Mm -hmm. And he says, but in, in truth, if, if you have interest in a transport, the ability to transport. Do you have any skills in the, uh, well, in overland travel? Uh, abilities, capabilities? Uh, the land travels. Um, anybody can, can, can drive a wagon. Anybody can protect a caravan. Mm -hmm. But we're looking for individuals who can make path easier, quicker. P people will pay top Gold for uh, a very quick travel. In this sense, I mean, I can offer trees to. On that occasion, well, you know, once every couple of days, in turn, I can. If I've seen a tree, I can, you know, transport anywhere across the world. Now the eyes are thinking, I mean, this was, this was cool and all, but now it's like, holy shit, you can single handedly change the world? And that's the face I imagine Marvin realizing. <laughs> you don't even need passive insight to feel all the eyes. And now all the 60 are be beginning to go, oh, fuck, well, how can I get violated? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You are a meat, you know, I'm going to say a, a meat Everybody pie. wants a slice of Everybody wants a slice of a normal pie. You're a meat pie. That's the one I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle. You're a meat pie. You're my little meat pie. <laughs> You know, like you say that every time he like mm -hmm. put his shield in front of you. <laughs> Not my meat. <laughs> Not today, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lara says, says uh, yes, his talents would go very, very far in transport, in finding, in any number of things. But they might also help with a little thing called the war to the east. And they're all like, Downer, count us. The Downer. I'm sorry they're bringing up the war that I am the main source of healing in my house for is... Is this in poor taste? A little bit, yes, yes, yes. Your family is used in this war efforts as well, Karnistan. Yes, I'm not saying it's not important, but it doesn't have to be brought up constantly, does it? No, not constantly. But when a, a young man, not even of 20 years yet, shows such promise, imagine what he, he can do in another year, two, three from now, with proper, I apologize was the improper word with further tutelage from one similar to himself. Not sure. Yes. I don't mean to insult you. You have proven yourself far and above with the feats that you say you can do and that you've already done and that we've seen you do. Not if you have to take it. Consider this. You can work from my house or you can work as a freelance. I'm sure that I'm sure I know you already have a position as warden, mm-hmm. uh, acting warden. With the, with the crown, this is an admirable thing. Sure. Do not take these buff- these buffoons up on their offer for the promise of gold. To which both of them kind of look at each other like... <laughs> She's talking about us? Yeah, like... <laughs> but gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But gold there. <laughs> Those that kill. Get me! Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Keep it in mind. This is all, all I'll ask right now. Yes, keep it in mind. This is all, all I'll ask now. Absolutely. Keep it in mind. This is all I'll ask now. That's all for me. Say this to you. Well, it's a great honor to receive such an offer. I have an offer too, young, young lad. I have need. For such beauty in my my place. Also, tell me more stories, and then it becomes a walking yeah, tour of more stuff stories. Here. As I go, is there anything that you would like to? My do? neck got snapped by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> animatronic ones, like it's like it's a small world. Like a dryad. Yeah, an actual tree that just looks like a dryad that kind of looks like that guy because he was wearing that wooden armor at the time. <laughs> So anything that you would like to do during this walk and talk and constant barrage at you mm-hmm. that's probably very overwhelming. Any any activities that you would like to, like to try and... Um, well, I do want to do an insight check on, on her when she was talking about the war to see if it was what I'm thinking of, like, you know, burdened down by the weight of just the responsibility or if it was more like a kind of thing. Not that I don't... Not that I, you, you kind of rolled it as. Um, that is a 22. 22. 
I think your assumption is correct. You get the sense that your what you said was it was a great great thing to say, even if you didn't think it was true. Mm-hmm. Just to say it to face, we think it actually does have truth to it. Mm-hmm. With that high of a rule, though, I'll also say that she is very suspicious of you. Mm-hmm. So you do get the impression that she's watering you up as mm-hmm. well. So simultaneously, not like go fight to the war to further it per se, but mm-hmm. sort of like a we could really use somebody with all of your talent. I'm just feeling like all of your talents and your combat strength on the mm-hmm. battlefield. But you sense that there is an aspect to it that is um, suspicious mm-hmm. and trying to suss you out and fluff, fluff you up a bit here. Yep. She's being your, your fluffer. Yep. Makes yeah. sense? Yep, makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Anything else you want to do during this walk and talk? Feel, uh, feel good about that. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, especially. And this is the guy that like, really was like, what the war? Yeah, okay. So I think that uh, I think that's all that's all good. And I will obviously kind of relay the, the cliff notes of that to you being like, Roscoe seemed very interested in the war, but more for a burden of healing kind of thing. The heir of the thrash seemed like he's more interested in coin, which could be suspicious. It's suspicious. Sorry, there's so many people talking to me. Um, but he also doesn't seem particularly interested in the war itself. He's more interested in the money and building up the house for fighting. Um, Orion hasn't said too, too much, but I think, I think he's more interested in the household stuff as well. I will say, you accidentally called her Imani once. <laughs> Oops. Like from Parks and Rec. Which means, Mommy, which means my griffin, your, your griffin burst you. out of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no! But it kind of Ulani. was funny because Umani in Parks and Rec is like, my name's Umani. That it face. It is. That is perfect. That must be a uh, subconscious thing. Yeah. Yeah. I made up all of these names for the most part, so that's probably why. Why are you so interested in getting the war over? I want a better future for my children. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now we'll move from you. Yes, to please. Earth. Oh, shoot. While Annie was over there, I got the impression that you were mostly spending time, you know, talking with, with people, spilling a little bit here, kind of making Yuckin, a yuck. slight scene. Hey, Yuckin look up. at me. While she goes okay. talk to the assassin. So are you, uh, uh, is there anything that you want to, to, to do while Annie was talking with, with the Marquis beyond that? Or are you good reconvening when, when Annie comes back to you? Uh, I'm going to get away from the anti-magic room, because I'm pretty sure that would make my link with you go... Yeah. So. Probably. I'm trying to step away from that. And, and honestly, no, I would I would just make small talk <coughs> with any schmuck that would come up at that point. We can just have you come, you know, up, for, for example. Up this or this way, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You see the two of the two old men are still sitting there playing at their crafts. You watch the dice be thrown a few times. There's, there's other people around the tea table too that make, make oh, small talk okay. with you. Blah blah blah. Point is, Annie um, has her cinnamon rind as you make your way over to Earth. I believe it's where we left off. Oh, looks like you got your drink. Uh, I did find one, thankfully. Yeah. I got it from, and I'm going to turn around and hold it up and nod. Well, he's still watching you. He sees that and goes, oh. <laughs> his beard, his forehead almost touching. Go. He's, I mean, to put it into context, if you forget how short gnomes are, he's two and a half feet tall. He's still only 
half my height. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's too nappy tall. He's really a fucking short. Is there a height requirement to ride that ride? <laughs> I'm take a giant drink. It well, tastes... you know what they say. No miss where the heart is. <laughs> it tastes like Christmas. Not At necessarily that... in a good way. <laughs> like, because the thing that probably, probably, I'm not saying it does, you control your own emotions, but probably what would piss Annie off is this wine probably is really, really good. But all you can taste is <laughs> at least until you drink and if you think about it how liquids work as you tilt it and drink it that top layer is all what goes into your so mouth so you get Christmas and then halfway down you get the good dude yep. he's needy man <laughs> loaf man come on go, go. He loves your soul. I know I know if They're I may take on. a little creativeness when you say no where the heart is uh no much gambling pipe smoker man it's like oh yeah you hope the dice up for you to blow on <laughs> come on baby <laughs> Oh, cold. Lucky <laughs> You talked to Marcus yet? Who? I don't want to speak with Marcus. The bartender? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to speak with him. I want to do a couple other things. Is he here? There are rooms for that. Well. <laughs> 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 We are going to try to avoid the Madani's, correct? That's what Eklund said. I think it would be smartest. Well, well, Marcus owes me a drink. I think so too. I mean, unless we have no other choice. If we, I mean, if we think we have to. This wine is fantastic. I'm going to get a second glass. I think it came from downstairs. Should we go try down there? I. Is safest. I will try to act frivolous and as if I'm not a stomach performance. Is Eklund being sincere when he said that? Is Eklund ever sincere? I'm not just. I know he might be. When he gave me the warning, he seemed almost nervous. I mean, would that be a problem? Like, yes. When, like, he seemed like a little shaken, like. Trellub is here, yes. and my cousin is here, yes. and they can read minds like motherfuckers. I would say that your, what you just said is absolutely on point. Okay. Not saying that there might not be a suspicion in that, but I, I would say the the feeling he was giving off that was not necessarily being hidden was mm-hmm. nervous here. He even said, the Duke does not usually come here, but it seems like all the fucking dragon marks are, are here tonight for, for whatever reason. whatever reason. And my cousin is here, so yes. I suspected the Madani's from day one because of what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Might not be related. So maybe we just save them as a last resort because they're the most dangerous one. So all these secrecy? That, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like if we think we have other leads, let's follow up on those before we go digging into the grave that might be full of zombies, right? Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. All right. Very tactical. So where to next, my lady? Downstairs, to the bar. To the bar. That's the best thing I've heard all night. And then we're going to dance. I can dance after a drink. (laughs) Did I hear it? As we walk away, I'm going to look at certain nobles, and in my head I'm going to say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) We're just saying fuck you, you guys. You don't know why, really. Well, Annie's right there, so she would see who I'm kind of looking at. As as you say this, uh, um, Elspeth 
says, did I hear a, a drink and a dance? Lady Would you like to join us, Your Highness? Only if you, if you, if she says, I'll keep, keep it simple. Only if you would like. Only if it, only if it behooves you. There are few here whose company I would enjoy tonight, and you, Lady Elsbeth, are one of those lucky few. And you, Lady Anaxoria, I do not want to take away attention from, from your, your own beauty, of course. It's very weird seeing Elspeth like this. She's not her usual, you know, kind of silly bitsy stuff. She's really trying hard. It's fine. How gets covered in blood? Yeah. <laughs> so you get a sense that she's giving you the option. Like, I can come with and help, or I can stay back and let you do your thing. Well, if anyone can pull tension away from me, it would be you, and it is always an honor for that. Not to mention, uh... Don't tempt me, ladies. Not to, not to mention, <laughs> help keep th- th- this one in check, she says, flipping a thumb over her shoulder at her, as she comes up and will loop her arm through yours. Eklund comes up standing beside you and just gives you a very slight... I have been a perfect gentleman. Welcome, come on. Honestly, what did I say to insult the Fey Island girl? Basically called her out and made her super uncomfortable. Okay, but I didn't actually say anything. No, it was just the way it was delivered. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. it was more like... So it was classic just Earth directness, which in this crowd is taken as rude. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to be clear. Like, I didn't think I actually said no. anything. No, no, no. It was more like that. Oh, hey, you're part of the family that tried to kill me. You proud of your work? Well, She's you, mad. You, you, you did say like uh, assassins are never truly alone or something, or, or never truly outnumbered or, or out, you know, witted or something. Something about ilk. Like basically mm-hmm. saying you're an assassin. Gotcha. So not necessarily insult because it's probably true, but <laughs> you know, calls it direct. You know. Gotcha. Code, code of conduct. Which, okay, which I probably purposely meant to do in the yes, moment. You did. I just, okay. No, it was very deliberate when you, it's not like you accidentally flubbed, you did it deliberately. Good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in a very Earth, like, that's what Earth would say, and this is how Earth feels, sort of way. And, mm-hmm. um, but social social graces, the Fialans are not known as the assassination family, they're known as mm-hmm. the entertainment family mm-hmm. here, that sort of thing. So, anyways, you guys make your way up this way. Head over to the large staircase and head down. Let's take our break now, since we're going to a new floor. Can we slide down the banister? Break time!